New McCrispy Bacon Deluxe, now at Macca's. Jess and Ducko. This is the Jess and Ducko podcast. It's Jess and Ducko. Welcome to the podcast. Ducko, pandemonium is how I describe today's show. It was pretty chaotic. It, it was, was pretty, pretty chaotic. chaotic. Firstly, I'm very proud of you. You've rocked mm-hmm. up sober. Thank you. After a massive <laughs> sesh so. on the beers. Yeah. It was, what time did I start? 10. I finished about 4. I think That's I'm a big life. day to watch the Super Bowl. Two, three, four, about six and a half hours on the, on the beers. That's a big day on the beers. And guess what I ate yesterday? Uh, buffalo wings. I had lots of buffalo wings. I love chicken wings. I just love them. Mm. I had uh, lots of nachos. Yeah, okay. And I had pizza. That's all I ate. And beer. That's had all day. How are you feeling today, gut-wise? You know what? My gut, for those who are interested, I know lots of people are. I have, you know, I do have some IBS issues, mm-hmm. producer shy guy. Yeah, but my gut has been, thank you for Metamucil, Metarolion. Uh, my <laughs> Isolate that shy guy. Send that yeah, to them. That'll get them over the line. I do need line. to make a case study. Yeah. Silly yeah. ask. Um, my gut has been very good lately. Wow. And you really pushed it yesterday. Well, I listened to an interesting podcast about gut microbiomes mm-hmm. and the effect that your brain has on your stomach. And a lot of it is mental stuff with your gut too. So a lot of, and another Are big you one about like stress. Yep, stress uh, and overthinking things. But another big one that I was doing is if you eat a diet that is too similar, you're not exposing your gut microbiomes to enough things. So, for uh. example, you have microbiomes that like your macas and your KFC and your dirty stuff. You have microbiomes that like the veggies and meat. So if you're only giving like chicken and veggies or fish and veggies, or yes. whatever, you're feeding those ones, but not the others. Oh my god! So we need a broad, diverse diet correct. to keep the gut microbiome happy. I'm not saying go and punch. Macas every day, but you need a no. But a, we need a diverse, correct? Yeah, and diversify. So, and which I actually thought of you as a case study because I mean, you are pretty diverse, and you have what I call mud guts. You know, nothing seems to get Iron. in the way. Iron guts. Like I'm very particular. I know what I like, but what I like is quite broad ranging. Yes, wouldn't you say it is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't really have gut issues. No, you don't. And so I've now started eating lots of different things. And, Good on you. And it's actually really helped. This is going to be one of the dumbest things I ever say. But yes. what do they say about the gut? It's like the brain of the body. It's totally. not the brain. It's kind of like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, like, it's kind of like. It's um, a saying. It's something about the brain. It's kind of like an organism in itself. Like it's like yes. its own. It controls, it controls everything. everything. And it, yeah, that's why something really. Something about your gut sets the tone for the rest of your overall health. 100%. Yeah, it's, it's wild how much it affects you. And then when you do have gut problems, it mentally really Ah, this makes you. more sense. Your gut is your second brain. Ah. There you go. I'd argue your gut is kind of the puppet master controlling yeah. your brain. Oh, do you reckon the, your gut is the brain and yeah. the brain is the second brain? Yeah. Oh. And the brain doesn't even know it's playing second fiddle to the gut. Oh, I love this. Look, links between digestion, mood, health, and even the way you think. Mm. Oh, my God. So your gut mm. is affecting your brain. Wild, right? Wow. So eating a, you know, a mixture of foods. I love that. That seemed to have helped, you oh, know. Good on you. Well, no. You um, you backed it up today. I certainly backed up the toilet last night. I tell you that much for free. Hi, oh, Jesus. <laughs> was it that far? Uh, yeah, it was. I, last night, it, which I was also proud of because I want to do. We've talked about this on, on our old show, the blue poo diet. It's where you, they you make blue uh, muffins or whatever you yes. bake with blue dye, and you basically see how much from, comes through you. From, no, from when you ingest it to when you poo out the blue, and apparently that can tell you just like whether it's a day, two days, three days. Oh. It tells you a lot about your gut health. It, the longer it's in mm, you, probably yeah, bad. Yeah, bad. Yeah, but also too quick, bad. If it comes out like watery too quick, too bad. All right, can you do some more research on what's good, what's bad, what we should be aiming for, and let's do it. We can do it. Yeah, yeah. I love so it. You I don't just, want to be pulling 
popcorn blue if then you can't interpret Can you the bake results. The, can you bake the cupcakes so the blue cupcakes? Can't guarantee they'll be good, but oh, absolutely. Doesn't matter as long as they're blue. And we'll all, the whole team will take one. Oh, I love and it. We'll yeah, also we can have a race. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we, some, maybe this isn't a race you, you want to win. It's not about the race. Oh. Yeah. It's also, you know. Watch this space. Yeah. The poo blue diet. Mm. No, no, the blue poo diet is what. Anyway. Yeah. This has been quite an educational quite opening to a podcast. Hasn't it just? Don't put us in a box. Yeah. See, we could be smart. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are can. about to talk about uh, sharks and stingrays having sex. So yeah, that's hey. Let's uh, also intelligent. We'll, we'll bring it back. You like, want you your diet what? to be broad spectrum? This show. This show. Is broad spectrum. Enjoy it. Jess and Ducko. Tomorrow, Valentine's Day. So is it tomorrow? I've taught you nothing. Oh, we've got. I'm actually going on a date with Shy Guy tomorrow. Yeah, we're on a Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> we're going, just, we've got, I've also just clicked this. We've got a dinner. We're wearing tuxes. Hang on. So you've. You're yeah. not doing anything for your sweet wife. You're no. gonna take Shy Guy out for a meal. We've got the yeah, we've got a we've got something going on. Oh, but, that's... <laughs> sounds so <laughs> it does sound so <laughs> All right, well, it's we'll... a footy season launch for the Knights. There right. I said it. We'll unpack that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very good. I don't good. know what to expect actually. No, well, yeah. love will be in the air. And we know, be. like even yesterday I went to the supermarket and already bunches of flowers out at exorbitant prices. So expensive. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a joke. This is why I hate Valentine's Day. Fair. Everything yeah. jacks up. You should buy your wife flowers any other day. Just on of a the random week. Tuesday, but absolutely. Only if you actually did do that, Ducko, I would have no issue. But you don't do that any other day. Hey, I get, the, I get the Woolies the Woolies bunch. Good. That's something. No, it's I wonderful. Don't. But yes, it love is in the air. So yes. Bumble have released oh, um, a little bit of a guide. This seems like maybe for more single people who are finding a, a new match around Valentine's Day, but I guess even for people who have gotten a bit too comfortable in relationships. Right. They've released the 10 biggest icks in the bedroom. This will be good. Okay, so they've, they've asked their uh, their community there. In no particular order, this one should be pretty obvious, stains on the bedding. Shock horror, oh. women don't like that. <laughs> you get home too. What is that blood stain? Nah, nothing, that's all good. Nothing, Just don't worry out. about it. Oh, it's a scab on me back. I always find that I get like little blood droplets on our sheets because my back... Or like I'll like pick like little random scabs in the night or whatever. You no one gets that? Nah, I shouldn't have said anything. No one else? Anyone? Just like what? little tiny little bits. Why are you picking scabs? I don't know, in I must do it like in my sleep. Like I must like yeah. I don't okay. Know. Are you yeah. a white sheet family? Yeah. Ah, uh, so the blood's gonna just, show just up. Just a little bit, you know. You should change those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine bringing I always Morgan blame home. It on Morgan butt, obviously. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> How'd your period get up near the pillows? <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you know my joke? How'd you get it? Uh, again, this one. See, I'm guilty of this one. But you can only see it once you take the pillow cover off. We've got some friends who often stay and they strip the bed. When oh, they're trying yes. to be a nice yes, guest. That's nice. But when they do that, it reveals the yellow pillow. Uh, you know, after time, yeah. just with drool hey, and time. You... The boyfriend pillow, the yellow pillow. I've got, I've still got two of them, I think. As long as there's a pillowcase on it. Doesn't matter. It, out of sight, out of mind. I agree. But Kay Cola, she always peels. And I'm like, stop doing that because you probably think I'm disgusting. <laughs> um, now, this one I'm definitely guilty of, Ducko. Remnants of food or drink by the bed. See, that's grosser than blood to me. That is up there. That, she has oh, she has buttered chicken, shy guy, in her bed. Now, she puts look, a tarp down. Has this a one chicken. says, by the bed. Mine is in the bed. So technically, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yours is all it's in the bed. Different. You get your curry in the bed. Absolutely. Mirror on the ceiling. I mean. Hey, that's, you know, that just shows... Someone's up to some good times. I mean, I mean, come on. Dinner and a show. <laughs> I like this. Jenny's called through on 131060. We didn't ask for it, yeah. but Jenny, good morning to you. Morning, guys. Do you just want to get on the radio to have a chance at Taylor tickets? I sure do. Yeah. Well, it's worked, babe. It's worked. Do you, have, do you have a contribution? Yeah, you got a little ick. Um, yeah. It has to be feet, like crusty feet, long toenails. Like I can't have them touching 
Who's what do you mean, nah. crusty feet? Like, are we talking crusty. a bit of tinea? What do we got going on? Well, no, nah, that wouldn't even get into my bed. No. Oh, like, okay. So you, when you so, date someone, you, Jen, do you like go, hey, just take your shoes off. I just need to look at these things. I need to look at these talons. Yeah, well, I can't really compare to my own, but feet are definitely a, a neat. Okay, yeah. there you go. Before Jenny takes anyone home, yeah. just take your shoes off for take me. Thanks, I'll just have a look at these. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, continuing on. No bed frame or mattress on the floor. Thanks, Jenny. All the best. That's an ick. Yeah. Or did you want to keep talking no, to Jenny? No, we're done. We're There's more on the list. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Lube, visible on the bedside table. That's oh, an ick. That really? should be in the drawer. That's just like easy, convenient. Oh, in the drawer. In okay. the drawer. You can have it, but just don't have it on display. Yeah, okay. Mm, ducko. Pets that sleep under the covers. Hey, we've now put, we've, we've gotten better. So we put a top sheet on so the dog sleeps under the top sheet on top of the doona. So she's not under the doona. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Less, Is it better? Less dirt but in the she's bed. on the fitted sheet. Like uh, on no, the... no, no. So it's like the, the, she's on top of the doona, but we put like a blanket over that so she can go oh, under the blanket. Oh, so she still has some coverage. Yes, correct. She I thinks she's that. under, but she's not. And the final one, top 10 bedroom eeks according to Bumble. Yeah. Uh, if you ever walked into someone's bedroom and they have either the racing car bed or kids bedding... <laughs> That's Shy Guy's room. That is Shy Guy's room 100%. So Carly, the woman who commented saying Shy Guy's a hot babe, just confirming, let's see if Carly's still on the line. Do we have a racing car bed or kids bedding? No Dora the Explorer? We do not. Flat flat green colour sheets. Plenty of of half-drunk glasses of milk, though, around his bed. (laughs) You never know when you're going to get thirsty, don't know. This is Jess and Ducko. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. Ducko, nothing gives me more thrills than people who love a random question. Mm-hmm. Because I often will just be sitting in the car, maybe on the couch, and there's a lull in conversation with my husband, and I'll just think of something off the top of my head. He doesn't usually like to engage because he's like, what is this for the radio show? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Where Where's does your brain go? Yeah, but yeah. finding someone who likes to do it, just, I'm like, oh, you're my kind of person. Yeah. And the other day I bumped into some mates and his sister and boyfriend were visiting, all right? And he's one of these guys. And you would think in the space of 15 minutes, just a little quick catch up, how can the conversation lull? Well, it did. And this was one of the questions that he threw up, okay? okay. And I wanted to bring it to you. Okay, good. He God, threw, so he threw it. It's not he you. He threw it up. So we've okay. not seen each other. I thought other. you were going to be pulling out one of your would you rather's no, or something. No, no. This is why I went, you're my kind of guy and I'm taking your question okay. for the show. Right. He goes, what's your favorite surface to walk on barefoot? <laughs> What a question. Out of nowhere, Ducko. We're sitting at a market. That is a great question. Not seen each other for a year. You'd think we'd have uh, enough to chitty chat about before no, he had to pull. straight to surfaces. He, it's like to... he's pulled out his notes in his phone. He's like, mm, emergency conversation. You know, when do. you know when you're calling a girl for the first time yeah. and on the home phone and yeah. you're like, I don't want the conversation to pause or be awkward. So I'll write down some conversation starters. It was like he was, pulled one of those out. Yeah. And I'm so glad he did. It's a great question. The conversation then went on for another 45 minutes. Absolutely. Just about surfaces. His, if I could start with his. Yes. Moss. <laughs> oh. And I went, now this guy lives in a big city. I went, bro. Where are you mossing? How many moss covered surfaces are you stumbling across in yeah. your everyday life? He yeah. said, no, that's the thing. I'm not stumbling across them every day. So but when you do. When I do, if I see a moss-covered stone, possibly by a creek, <laughs> I am taking off my shoes. Slippery, though. And I said treacherous. He said, yes, the jeopardy adds to the thrill. Ah, <laughs> I see. I see. But he loves moss underfoot. See, I like you like good grass when it's really nice, soft, luscious grass. But I don't mind a bit of AstroTurf underfoot. Really? 
I find AstroTurf too spiky. No, but see, I like a, I like a little bit of pain in the foot. Like, I don't mind a little bit of foot pain. Right, let's cue Rihanna S&M, which is not the first time I've said that to you in recent times. <laughs> it really isn't. You like a bit of pleasure and pain. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that feeling. Sand, like, the, but not too soft. That was the consensus around the – it's got to be the perfect – like, the tide Kinda has hard. to have come yep. in enough, yep. but the sun has to be hot enough to have – Hardened her up a agree, bit more. Agree, agree. Um, someone said mud. They like slogging no. through mud. And I went, no, because the filth. I'm like, yeah. what's in mud? Remember all those people got sick at Splendor in the Grass that Through one year yeah. from swimming around they, in they the They were mud? jumping in it and, you know. Exactly. Um, someone said my roof. And I went, the corrugated iron? They went, yeah, just that, that feeling of the corrugated oh. iron underfoot. It's it always almost, be so hot, though. I mean, to, you got to pick the right you day. you got to pick the right day. He said it's almost like reflexology because of the way that the, the tin undulates. Yes. It feels good underfoot, like a little massage. Oh, yeah. See, that's sort of like kind of painy, kind of massage territory. Totally. Can I offer one to you? Please. Uh, I love, it's like, a, a, like <laughs> it'll start weird, but it'll get better. Kids' playgrounds. Underneath. How often you're hanging out at kids' <laughs> playgrounds, bro? <laughs> you know, Mondays. <laughs> I don't, okay? I want to put that right out there. I do not. He's but just having a laugh. I still have fun. I can still play in the kids and th- people think I'm a kid. Totally. I'm, like, I'm on the swings. Yes. No, the um, like the the soft, the soft surface when like kids land off the swings and stuff like that, that, that sort of black rubbery surface. Oh, just a soft landing Yeah, yeah, area. That, that kind of squelchy, soft rubbery stuff. Do you know what? In a similar regard, Lucia, my daughter, just got a new play mat. I said she just got. I got it for her. Yeah. But it is. It's that squishy. Yes. It's really soft underfoot and it's really easy to clean. So just doing a wipe down. I know it's hygienic. It's fine. Yeah. Even though she's drooled and even pissed on it once before. It's really easy clean <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not pissing on the playground surface. I just want to put that one out there. That's good. Your, your Johnson is tucked away. <laughs> Shy guy. Yes. You never said it wasn't. You just threw that out there. <laughs> we just wanted to confirm he wasn't weeing. Yeah. Was what's talking, your favourite service, service to work on barefoot? I was thinking like a really plush carpet. Oh, yes. Oh, like shag carpet. Yeah, maybe, that's good. Uh, yeah. It's like, got to be like new, you, though. It can't yeah, oh, be yeah, too... new and yeah. Yeah, not like worn in. Yes. See, I find long carpet, what's living in there? You've va- no totally. vacuum cleaner. It's cleaner. new though, nothing. It's brand new, but okay. eventually, it doesn't take long for long carpet to get a bit of Dorito crumbs, a bit of dog hair. Exactly. Even the rug where your feet are, like right where you're sitting on the couch or something, that's always much more worn than the edges or even the dead center. Yeah. Mm. That's some great services, though, guys. That's a good chat convo. It is a good chat convo. So there you go. If there's a lull in conversation today, we've yeah. already mentioned it's Valentine's Day. Maybe you've got a first date coming Could up. Could you imagine that? Have that in your back pocket if there's a lull. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, sweetheart. What's your favourite service to walk on? She's oh, like, uh, I'll get the bill, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Welcome to Tuesday. Big day, of course, yesterday. Super Bowl, baby. Uh, we saw Kansas City Chiefs beat San Francisco in overtime. The last quarter uh, and the overtime were exciting. Really exciting. The first three quarters, pretty slow. Very long day. Yeah, it's a long day. And I know over in the States, Super Bowl Sunday kicks off at about 3.30. But for here in Australia, it's starting at 10. Yeah. And I think you're at the pub at 9.59. Yeah, I, I was at the pub. Uh, I went home, walked the dog really quickly, made her do a poo, left, went to the pub. Obviously priorities. Got to the pub at like smack bang on 10. Yep. Bucket of Budweiser's. I'm on. A bucket. Bucket of buds, baby. Let's go. American beers, American food all day. I love that. You know what my insides are like and you know how healthy I eat. So, you know, it's just been like there's a tsunami in there right now. For a man (laughs) who treats his body like a temple, 
How are you feeling this morning? Uh, well, yeah, well, I was You've a- left the studio every song break. Is that just a duck off to the <laughs> toilet? <laughs> Don't go into the disabled toilet today. <laughs> that's, we're rebranding that duck off toilet. <laughs> that's, a, that's Billy's job out there. No. <laughs> it's not. It's not Billy. If Billy's granddad's listening, she's, we're not making her clean toilets, we promise. That's a, little, that's a little team in joke. Anyway, let's get back to the game, shall we? It was, uh, you know, it was fantastic because I'd already lost my Taylor Swift bet. So I was like, that's okay. I've got plenty of other bets on today. I'm going to sure. have fun. Gamble responsibly. Did you think she was going to wear blue lipstick or something? I went orange. I went left to field, <laughs> paying better odds. It was definitely just red. I'm an idiot. Sure. I then lost my all my first half bets, and the team wasn't looking good. The Chiefs weren't looking good in the first half. Oh, no. I was pretty upset. Don't worry. Half time, there's a gridiron throwing competition at this pub. Oh, that's fun. I'd been practicing all, like, you can you could practice before the comp started. And I, I was up there as one of the favourites. Like, I was I was nailing him. And I was like, you know what? Okay. Here we go, baby. Let's go. Game time. Halftime show rose around. First throw, I miss it. I'm out. You didn't. <laughs> I was thought you were going to say you dislocated your shoulder No, well, again. that's what I was worried about. So I didn't commit and, um, I, and I, I was out. I missed it. And then I was getting beers, came back. Travis Kelsey would be ashamed of you. Ashamed. Getting beers, came back. I missed the entire halftime show. Because I was too busy watching other blokes throw a ball into a net. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Ducko, yeah. you missed nothing. Oh, I sure wasn't good. I don't want to fight with anyone. Sounds all right here. Oh, there's no denying the man can sing. Okay. But the production value was so pov. Like what we've seen in the past. Yeah. It was just, there was nothing to it. It was almost like the NFL had focused on Taylor just being there. Honestly, my husband even said that, like, who's running his mics? I swear the first second, the opening song, what was it, Shy Guy? I caught up. Caught up. I swear his mic wasn't turned on. There was obviously a work experience kid who had to quickly flick the on switch. Right. It was just... It was very lacklustre, in my opinion. Okay. Thank God he brought out Lil John, Ludacris. Okay. Her, that amazing I've got- guitarist. That's sick. That's cool. That was the only high energy part of it. Yeah, that's cool. I actually I got that. really excited in the lead up when the rumor started swelling that he was going to bring out Alicia Keys, arguably one of the greatest She's got voices. She's a great voice. Ducko, I don't know what happened. She's human, babe. She's human. But this is Alicia Keys' opening note at the Super Bowl with millions of eyeballs on her. Some people. Oh, sweetie. Oh, she recovers. Don't she get does. Me wrong. She can see, but it's just yeah, it's a tough gig, man. The halftime oh, show, live. Tough it's live, gig. and that seems to be the report. There is no denying Usher and Alicia, and even Ludacris or John, whatever. They're all live. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's very lackluster okay. to me. I was seeing some people crying on social media, being like, "I'm so proud. Look how good Usher's doing." Well, Usher does have a very strong fan base. Totally, but he came out in roller skates. Yeah, I mean, Rame, come you're 40. on, mate. you, do, you <laughs> should not be roller, roller skating on a stage and trying to sing. I am worried for your hips. As I'm worried I. for your knees. So you missed nothing. Okay, you great. missed nothing. He didn't bring out Bieber. Bieber just sat in the crowd. And Bieber was on a bit of a. He was, you know, he was pretty like lit yesterday. I think so. But, I mean, Taylor Swift was film chugging beers That's as well. True. They were all getting on Everyone's it. Everyone's getting to it. Anyway, back to me. Please. Uh, I came back, watched the second half, missed the whole halftime show, got knocked out early, lost all my bets. I lost my remaining bets. Gamble responsibly. My wife was very mad at me. Oh. Uh, God, that was an expensive yeah. day for you. <laughs> yeah, lost all my bets. Didn't get a thing. You know, you're an expert before the game and after the game, it's what if. Uh, but good news, went to overtime and then the Chiefs get the W. You know? Did you bet on the Chiefs just winning? Nah, because... Or I did you do multis everywhere? Yeah, 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 I was doing light multis, just really going for the big play. So we're really suffering today on multiple accounts. Bank account, yeah. anus. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, 
Yep. Those two fronts. But the Chiefs won, baby. World champs. <laughs> worth it. Rock on. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Scientists at an aquarium have been left baffled. I'm also baffled. After one of their stingrays came pregnant, despite being in the tank without any other stingrays. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's Godzilla. What? You know Godzilla. I do, yeah. She can impregnate herself. It's called the she. Yeah. Oh. Well, then there was a debate because she got pregnant and laid an egg. Oh, yes. Well, do you that's remember? Called... There was like they thought it was a man, but then she got pregnant and laid an egg. That's called pathogenesis. Of uh, course it is. Yes. You learned that from Godzilla. <laughs> well, no, I learned it from this article right here because that's where these scientists believe Charlotte is the stingray's name. Let's use her name. Charlotte. Charlotte is the stingray. That's the least stingray name it is. I've it's ever quite, heard. It's quite friendly, Charlotte. Mm. So Charlotte is in his tank and they with two white spot bamboo male sharks, okay? Oh, so nothing of her own species. Nothing of her own species. And yet she's pregnant. And they didn't think anything would happen. They thought, hurrah. How come, what's Charlotte done to get shunned from the other rays? Oh, yeah, I don't know why Charlotte's on her oh, own. Okay. It, seems, it seems weird to put Charlotte on her own with no other, maybe Charlotte was a bit naughty. Maybe. This is the naughty corner. Well, You're going to go sit with the sharks. Yes. So you straighten up, Charlotte. Or maybe she's so promiscuous, like, geez, let's just put her on with some sharks. They'll never have babies. Charlotte's just pumping them out too much. Mother nature won't allow it. They moved in mid-July last year, they moved two one-year-old white spot bamboo sharks in into Charlotte's tank, they didn't think there'd be an issue. All of a sudden, they started to notice bite marks on Charlotte. Uh-oh. And then they're like, okay, that's weird. Maybe it's other fish because there's little fish in there too, just nipping at her. So Part we... of my ignorance, do sharks eat stingrays? Well, no, they wouldn't have put her in if they ate them. No, I don't believe they eat them, but the plot thickens, right? So they move the fish out of the tank thinking, okay, the fish are biting Charlotte. Yeah, they're ganging up. However, the bite marks continue, and bite marks is a key indicator of mating in sharks. Uh- so Charlotte had bite oh, it's a marks. Little, it's a little hickey. On the tips of her fin. Oh, hello. So when you're getting your fin tipped, you know what I mean? When you're getting that fin tipped, that's like when you know. I, you know, some of us like toe sucking. Some of us is just Stingrays. No, you just like, don't, don't put us in that sentence. Like fin, fin nibbling. nibbling. Nibble. They like a little nib from the fin. Uh, so they now don't know. They think these, 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 they call them pups, by the way. Sting, stingray babies are called pups. I didn't know that. So they think these pups, they're going to have to DNA test them when they come out, but they think that it's going to be sort of like sting sharks. Oh, like, no. what would this be? This is mutant stuff. This is mutant stuff. I didn't think you could crossbreed in species. I don't know. Shark, if you it's could just Google like how that can happen. It's one thing for like a Doberman and a... A pit bull. A pit bull. I can think of one other dog then. <laughs> it's one thing for that, but it's, they're all dogs. Right, I know. Stingray and shark. They're all presumably doing it the same way in the dogs. But oh. stingray and shark, how, how's that even working? How well-versed are you with the anatomy of a stingray and shark? How do they do it? I don't know. Shark Guy, can you please... What am I Googling? Just how... Because I've got, how does a stingray and a shark do it? Yeah. Okay, that'll do. Or how do stingrays mate in general? Yeah, mate oh, might be the better word. Mate, mate. Don't, yeah. don't put do it in there. Maybe just put mate. I've never seen a stingray. And so scientists mate. are baffled. Everyone at this aquarium is baffled. They don't know what to do. They're just going to have to let it run out now. Brenda, the director's just confused. Oh, the my. female gives off a special scent. Mm-hmm. A male will then follow the female closely and bite her disc to enable him to insert. I'm not going to finish the rest. Hang on. Bite? So what, he and, makes his own hole. And have you seen shark eggs? They look like drill bits. They're like, like, they're, like they're soft, but they're like drill. Yes. Mm. So I wonder, will, 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 is that what they're going to look like because a shark impregnated the stingray? I guess so. Oh, my Watch God. Watch this space. And then what, what Wait, kind of body does it? Is this in Australia? It, no, it's in America. In Amer- of course It's in it Carolina. Is. What kind of body does it come out with? 
You know what I mean? Oh my god, the body of a shark and the head of a stingray. And you reckon the you reckon the <laughs> No, no, the big kite-looking stingray but the head of a shark. Oh, that would be scary. <laughs> and then do you reckon the sharks going to look at the pups and go, "Oh jeez, they got my looks." Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they'd be disappointed cuz they had too much ray in them. Oh my god. Anyway, well, how's that googling going, shark guy? I'm just looking at the gestation period for a stingray. Okay. We're done here. <laughs> Wait, don't you want the answer? Yeah, how long is it going to take before we get the pups? Um, three to four months. Okay, Ducker, we're Watch circling this space. back. We get one to six pups. Okay. Wow, okay. Watch oh. this space. Didn't think that could happen. No, neither. So careful where you put your ray. Is that the take out of this? <laughs> I guess. How about that D, baby? Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. Jess and Duckos, overrated or underrated? A very simple concept. You just cannot sit on the fence. On 131060, we want to hear from you. Is ham, ham. overrated or underrated? Because Shy Guy, one WA school, is mm. saying it's overrated. We don't want it anymore. Yeah, they've listed a bunch of foods under like these new categories. They've so got a green category, which is uh, vegetables, fruits, and uh, lean meats. And mm. then you've got amber, which is like the orange color. It's hamburger patties, sausages, and ice cream. And you've got the red category, which is deep fried food, chocolate, and soft drinks. So ice so cream is in the middle. Sandwich. Ice cream, they're saying, is in the middle. Yeah, but ham, but yeah. ham is bad. Ham is red. Ham is bad up there with the sausage rolls. Wow, Apparently. so this is at the school canteen, or Correct. is this kids bringing it into the school as well? This is at well? the school canteen, how they've like categorised yeah. the menu. But I guess if the school is classifying it as red for the canteen, I guess it's a little nod to parents, we don't want this at our school at all. And we just talking like the lean strips of ham you can get in the packets, like your Don packets or whatever they are. Is Don the leg is ham, good. the shaved ham. I think whatever your opinion on ham, mm. if you've got a staunch one either side of the fence, we want to get it on. I personally think ham is underrated. Ham is delicious. Ham is so good. And it's so easy and convenient. I think that's the key with ham. It's great on a toasty. Yeah. Ham, cheese, tomato. Can't go wrong. Oh, mate, you can't go wrong. And you know what you're going to get? Even if you're at a servo in the middle of nowhere and you ask for a ham, cheese, tomato, saying, oh, hello, Ebola, salmonella, E. coli. (laughs) It's better than chicken, though, if you're out in the middle of nowhere. You know, at least you're going to be okay. Ham keeps longer. Ham is so overrated. Ham, firstly, got a real issue with the word. Ham does not conjure up excitement on the tongue, on the palate. Ham, who named it? But what about the taste? Let's go taste. I'll be honest with you, Ducko. Yeah. I've never had ham. You've never tried it. You can't knock something if you don't try yes, it. Yes, I can. I'm 32. I'm allowed. You've never tried ham. Ham looks like human flesh. Yeah, well, it's the closest thing to human meat, I believe. I think, I mean, how would I know that? But <laughs> yeah, how the... would you know that? <laughs> why, does that, why is that something you want on a sandwich? Have you had bacon? Yes, but I only like cremated bacon. I don't like how pink ham is. It looks so fleshy and floppy. And this article that's going around on the TV and on social media, those, yes, thin strips of ham that people sort of fold over yeah, itself. Yeah, 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 double on itself. Ew! Oh, really? Ham is foul. Ham is overrated. Christmas ham does not belong on the Christmas I table. I love Christmas ham. Christmas ham's the great, I mean, until, you know, it's January and your ham's still going mm. and you're a bit over it. Yeah, yeah, see, ham shouldn't be cooked and then served hot or cold and then kept in the fridge for three weeks. Kept in a little bag, a little ham bag. Ham is weird. I'm all for this WA school. I want it brought to the I mean, she's never tried. We are definitely getting her to try fleshy ham. No, thank uh, you. Oh, give me prosciutto, salami, uh, capocolo any day okay, of the week. all right, mate. Come on. Prosciutto. Ham. Yeah. Gross. We, <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Tracy, where do you stand on ham? Overrated or underrated? Oh, it's definitely overrated. Amen, sis. Yeah, yeah, no. To be 
be chicken any day, um, or just a nice veggie sandwich or a veggie wrap. But um, okay. yeah, ham doesn't do it for me either. It gets off your nose the smell. Yeah, stinky ham. Okay, Tracy yeah. is a salad roll kind it of gal. Do, yeah, yeah, it does have a bit of a scent to it. I will, <laughs> I will say that. Michelle, uh, where do you sit on ham? Overrated, underrated. Uh, underrated. I love thank ham. You. Thank you, Michelle. Yes, right, Michelle. let's discuss. Got to have it every Christmas without, you know, without anything. And, like, I don't understand this, this all this idea of ham is bad because, I mean, I, I grew up on Devon, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's probably even worse. <laughs> Nothing's worse than Devon. <laughs> Bit of luncheon sausage. <laughs> yeah, I love Devon too, but that's a different discussion. Michelle, on this school's list, I don't see Devon written down. They've only come for ham. So. <laughs> uh, I love ham. I'm with you, Michelle. I, it's easy. It's convenient. Tomo, where do you sit, big fella? Guys, ham is so overly underrated. It's the meat that keeps on giving. It goes with a salad sandwich or a salad roll. Yep. You can put it with a salad on the side. It's yep. just glorious. Yes, I love the passion. Uh. It goes with anything, and it's easy, right, Tomo? Oh, mate, roll me in ham and throw me to the mustards. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wrong. Uh, are we split? I don't even know. What we this... are uh, split. Yeah, well, this is the decider. I Let's think. go to Jess on 131060. Jess, overrated or underrated ham? I'm in the middle, actually. No, Jess, no Jess said you thing. can't sit hey. on the fence. Billy, why did you put Jess on the fence? We got one rule, Jess. <laughs> rules, Billy. Get yourself on the fence. Jess, you got to pick one. No on the fence, thank you. Oh, please. Okay. Well, definitely not in school lunch boxes, but I do believe kids should um, have a choice on what's in their lunch boxes. But I do believe Christmas ham has to be enjoyed in December only, uh, where you can have a piece of toast and have that ham on there and put some whole grain mustard. I don't, I don't so, quite know which one do we... So overrated, underrated, Deb, <laughs> quick. Oh, Jess, quick. I'm going to say underrated. Yes! Okay. There we underrated. go. Yes, I'm never in doubt. <laughs> Ham sucks. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. If you have female siblings, so if you've got one, two, couple of sisters, like... Like everyone in this room, bar me, Ducko, I know you've got two sisters, We're one two. older, one younger. Producer Billy's got a couple of sisters. Producer Shy Guy, you've got one older okay. or younger? Uh, younger. Okay. Well, there is a theory going around social media from one woman named Brittany Nicole. She has a theory on how your friendship circle works, how it looks when you have sisters in your life. If you have sisters, do you also only have one or two friends? Because I strongly believe that if you have sisters, you're less likely to have more friends. So if you have sisters, you're less likely to have friends, is what she's saying. Now, Ducko, I know you have been a best man, groomsman, MC. You've played pivotal roles Mm. in many, many friends' weddings. So I don't know where you fit into this. (laughs) I have more than a couple of friends. she, She goes on to explain why, if you've got sisters, perhaps your friendship circle is a little bit smaller. You already have people to stand up in your wedding on your side. You already have people that you know you can trust. You already have people that are always going to be your family events because they're family. You love them. You trust them. They're similar to you a lot of the time. Just so many things that they're like built-in best friends actually. So you're less likely to have more friends because you already have friends built into your family. 
all the comments are from people with sisters who are saying, yes, my sisters have set such a high standard for what a friend should be, right. what I'm looking for in particularly female friendships, that I don't tolerate mm, lacklustre friends is this because my sisters have set the bar Females high. only, though. Like, is it females having, a, like, a sister? Well, Do you know what I mean? she specify that. Because it wouldn't be the same if you had brothers. Sisters. Like, then if you had brothers, they'd be like your friends too. If, I love if that her first argument, though, Ducko, was you already have people to stand up by your side at your wedding. Like the only reason I'm looking for girlfriends <laughs> so, yeah, is yeah. to make sure I had a maid we'll of honour and a, a couple up. of brides. <laughs> yeah. And then who do you pick as your maid of honour if you have multiple? <laughs> because oh, I only have a younger brother and I would say my friendship circle is pretty big because obviously my brother wasn't ticking that, you know, that, that girlfriend box. Yeah, yeah. box for me. Yeah. But Billy, I guess with you having two female friends, have you only got, sorry, two, <laughs> two sisters, have you only got like one female mate? <laughs> Actually, probably yes. Wait. Oh. There you go. And do you think it's because your sisters are those built-in friends that you kind of are like, eh, I don't need to look for other girlfriends? Well, I mean, when, like, I was living at home, it was just easy. Like, I wanted to go and do something. They were there. I'd just be like, oh, do you want to come with me to the shops? Or do you want to come do this with me? It was just easier than, you know, texting your friend, trying to organise it, whatever. Like, they're just kind of there. They're convenient. Um, yeah, they're convenient. What about <laughs> when you go to school, though, and start becoming friends with other people and then you hang out with them on the weekends? Or is it still just the sisters? It's like, I would hang out with them, but I also found, like, if I had a bit of a friendship, you know, like not an argument, but like something would happen with a friend, yeah. my sisters would often get on board on that and just be like, you know, they would be very... Yeah, they'd bitch about, about it with it. you. Yeah, they yeah. would. They would be like, oh, like that person's horrible. Like, why are you friends with them? And yeah, just really you've got get a built-in in army. Yeah, yeah it is kind of like that, yeah. Some of the comments are even saying this is the relationship I have with my mum. My mum has set such a high standard for female friendship that I don't need other mates. Okay, That's right. beautiful. That's, who, who was that? Who said that? I'm super got, selective because my mum's my best friend. Do you have friend. any friends? No, I've just got my mum. Okay. Sometimes that's all you need. You don't need 45 friends. Are you single too, sweetie? I bet you are. <laughs> your mum. Great. Is your mum going to be your maid of honour? Well, Maybe. this is interesting. See, I, I, I think I think for me, I had two, I had two sisters. I was yes. in the middle. Um, I was the sandwich. I was in the sister sandwich. Yeah, you were the ham. Yeah, but in see, the, I didn't. Sandwich. Thank you. I didn't have what Billy had, where I'd have an instant like girls on my side. I'd feel like every time I'd come to them with something, they'd be like, "You're an idiot. Why would you do that? How could you?" And I'd just constantly get put down by them. So Good. that's an older sister and younger sister's job. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Do you have a good relationship with your neighbours? Oh, my God, Ducko, it's so funny you ask. So either side, yes. yes. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, Kevin. Legends. Yeah. Across the road, I couldn't tell you who lives there. Either side, I couldn't tell you who lives. It's so bad. Yeah. Gone are the days of, like, you know, taking the cake around or, or, or a bottle of wine and introducing yourself. Oh, they're well gone. We've been in this house for nearly two years. I feel really bad about it. See, for me, next to me on both sides, big rental houses, share houses. Oh. One side is a share house with like 20-something girls. Like, I mean, there's five of them. They're all in the, five of them in oh. their 20s is what I meant to oh. say. Yeah, like from like 21 to 25. <laughs> you living next door <laughs> It's a frat house. Uh, so they're all it's like a bunch of girls. And the other side is like four different rental sort of apartments. Oh, okay. Come, people come and go. I was about to say it's hard to build a relationship. It is. If they're not settling in or if, God, you know, they get kicked out or whatever. But, but I always try to be really friendly and really nice and like obviously Morgan doesn't try as hard you know what I mean she's you know a bit prickly we at first. live in such an insular wife. world now don't we yeah. gone are the days of the village yeah no so no I borrowing a cup of sugar from the neighbors I, exactly right I needed sugar the other night and I was like I actually can't go <laughs> whoa, to anyone whoa. were you having a down <laughs> you don't eat sugar <laughs> it was in the recipe it was, oh, brown, okay. it was brown sugar I'm not an animal <laughs> but yes exactly I, I realized though that 
like Morgan, my wife, said something to me about my neighbours, which really sunk in. I realised I'm probably not a good neighbour. I thought I'd be a fantastic neighbour. Oh, are you neighbor. the problem? Well, I thought I was a fantastic neighbour. And then our neighbours... What were, makes you think you're the fantastic neighbour? Uh, you know, friendly, you know. Um, sometimes let people park across my driveway, which oh. kind of, you know, annoys me. <laughs> you but don't leave notes? No, I don't. I okay. don't. You know, I just... Will you take in a neighbour's bin? If it's been left out for a day, will you pull it back into the curb? Or oh, I think that I makes you a good neighbour. I mow their nature strip. Whoa! Yeah, every this time. This is an A-grade neighbour. Because they're rentals, they don't ever mow it. So I just mow the nature strip. Otherwise, it makes my place look bad. So it's a bit annoying. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about your motivations. You're helping them out. Thank you. Yes. But I, So a neighbour was moving out, and my car was parked behind their truck, and I could tell it was pretty narrow. And I'd got home, and I saw them struggling. So I walk out, and I'm like, hey, do you guys need some um, – do you want me to move my car? And it was like a group of guys, the guys that live there. And he was sort of like, didn't look super friendly at me, but he's like, oh, yeah, that'd be good. I'm like, yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, I'll move the car, trying to chat to him. They weren't really chatty. You're like, I've come out of the comfort of my own home. Yep. Trying to help you out. My car has every right to be here. Why not? But I'll just be a good citizen. And I said to Morgan, I was like, geez, I don't, I don't reckon they like me that much. You know, I was pretty friendly with my car. Like, I'm you know, pretty good neighbor. Morgan's like, why would they like you? I'm not a great neighbor. And I was like, what do you mean? Morgan? <laughs> She's savage. She's savage. Doesn't matter how much self-esteem you think you have, no, your she'll wife bring you will down, bring mate. you back down she to earth. She will hit she? you down. Yeah, she's my biggest critic. And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" And she goes, "Well, for starters, we have a dog that barks at everything that walks past on the fence, including them when they walk into their own front yard." That's true. She has not got used to the neighbours. No. Your dog, yeah. No, and she has a deep bark, and it's a scary bark. And she's a big girl. I was like, "Yeah, that's true." And she's like, "Secondly, very territorial. You're pumping music in the shed, which is like doubles as a shed slash mini gym at weird times of the day when you're training." And I was like, yeah, okay, there's a bit of that, I guess. And she's yeah. like, and thirdly, and I think the biggest She's one, got this list prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the biggest one. This is where I realized maybe I'm not a great neighbor. She's like, you hit plastic golf balls over their fence in your undies while on the phone to your friends pretty much every single day. We know wearing headphones every day has turned you deaf, so yeah. your volume oh, probably. Mate. I've got my AirPods in. I'm talking to my mates, swinging a golf club, hitting the ball, hits the fence, and bounces over into their yard, and I just leave it now, and then they throw it back in like the next morning. So there's no communication. You just no, find the golf no. balls back in your yard like the sandlot kids. Yeah. Like. Yeah, legit. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. That's probably yeah, actually, not. where do you get off? You move your car once thinking you're helping out. <laughs> These guys have got a full list of grievances. That's probably why they're leaving. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Simple as Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, we do. $10,000 on the line. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. Of course, we come back to you if there is time. They are the rules of engagement. We go to Amber. Good morning, Amber. Good morning. Amber, how do you go at Alpha Bucks usually? Oh... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence. Brimming with it. Uh, so right. confident. Let's focus on what you'd spend the money on, which is? Oh, a holiday. Yeah, Very where are we going, Well-deserved holiday. Yeah. Oh, somewhere at the beach. Yeah, somewhere tropical. <laughs> yeah. Let's okay. get Amber yes, tropical. Exactly. Yeah. I love exactly. it. Well, Amber, um, we did give away the letter about three minutes ago. Did you catch that? Yes, O. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully you've crammed as many O words as possible into your brain because yes. on the other side of 30 seconds, you could be $10,000 richer. Are you ready? Oh, yes, yeah. All righty. Come on, Amber. Yeah, time will start after the first question. Starting with the letter O, we need you to name a colour. Orange. An Oscar winner. Uh, pass. Something round. <laughs> 
Pass. An occupation. Officer. A female singer. Oh, pass. Something you'd find in the kitchen. Oh, my God, pass. A type of clothing. Um, pass. A shape. Oval. A girl's name. Oh, oval. No. You got oval on the buzzer there. Um, <laughs> what was that, oh, Duncan? brings you up to three. Oh, no. Yeah. Vowels are tough. Vowels are tough. You did have a case of the passes. Uh, I mean, it was slow starting even for a colour, so I thought we were in trouble then. I didn't even think then. Uh, An Oscar winner, it's always a tough one. I mean, Octavia Spencer, Oliver Stone, it's hard. Uh, Something round, Orb or an Olive. Uh, A singer, Olivia Rodrigo, (laughs) Olivia Newton-John, and something something you find in the kitchen, uh, Olive again, oven, type of clothing, could have been the old onesie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a tough one. It is a tough one. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it is. But you don't go empty-handed. Uh, you got 100 bucks to spend at Midnight Mischief. Crafts, luxury, personalised sleepwear for the whole family. So that's all yours. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amber. <laughs> Thanks, Amber. Um, better hey, luck unlucky. next time. Unlucky, Amber. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You know, we live and we learn now. Absolutely. Yeah, Amber exactly. will call again in a year's time and get the letter U or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just another yeah. toughie. Uh, thank you, Amber. Coming up next, Ducko, we do have that Call of Fame prize, which is the Taylor Swift ticket. Did you say Taylor Swift tickets? It's Taylor Swift tickets. So we're obviously getting wonderful contributions, as is, just with that yeah. little carrot dangling. All true stories, too. But up next, we do want the truth. Yep. But we want to hear from partners of people who have had a vasectomy. Jess and Ducko. 131060, the question specifically. How thick did they lay it on after getting the snip? What? (laughs) That is. That's that's a live vasectomy sound effect. This is what happens. You go, hey, Doc, hey. Oh, God. Now, then, kids again. And that's how, it, in my mind, that's how it happens. That's making me sore oh, down there. Oh, that makes me so, that makes, like, any guy listening now, I actually feel that queasy sick feeling about you, yeah, Shaga. I don't, I don't like that you played that. <laughs> oh, I feel goodness. sick in my belly. 131060, how thick did they lay it on ah. after getting the snip? Because a mate of mine. It's, um, a, it's, a, it's a horrific procedure. It is tough. Well, I mean, let's do some comparisons, though, Ducko, yeah. because my mate, um, Tara, yes. her, her partner just got a vasectomy. Now, Tara's, I think it's important to note, yes. Tara's pushed out three babies, Ducko. Okay. Okay. And this is where the comparison lies, okay? Because we were having a chat about it. She goes, a male definitely came up with this list of can'ts and the list of recovery and all the things that the patient can and can't do and what's be- most beneficial for them after getting the snip. So yes. you can see, I've just sent you the list. This is legit. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Um, so the main points that got Tara specifically Rest with your feet up as much as possible. That's how you don't don't be hurting the boys. No, the doctor has said no stairs for three days. No stairs. Now she's got stairs in her home, and that's where the children sleep. Yep. But no, no, hubby has to stay downstairs because he can't go up the stairs. Obviously. And this one, no lifting anything. For a whole week. I've heard that one. They have a one-year-old child, let alone the two other kitties. Yeah. No lifting. I'm sorry. Can't obviously help with the baby yeah. in the middle of the night with bath time, this sort of thing. That's got to be something to do with the, the reopening it, though, right? Probably. Yeah. Look, I'm sure there's there's justification. But her point was, after I pushed out the three babies... No one handed me a juice box. No one handed me some bickies. No one let me put my feet up for days because I had babies to care for yeah. who needed feeding or changing or attention every two hours. You can, you can still change them when you had the sleep. You just can't go up the stairs and carry them up there. You can't know what I mean? Can't carry them. That's 
a big part of it. You can't, just can't do that. <laughs> My mate, I had a mate who just got the snip. Yes. And he he was telling me about the other day. I messed him. Yep. So the bad side of it, his entire, um, his boys yes. went completely black. Like completely black. What is that, bruising? Yeah, or? swollen and bruised. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It went away after two weeks, he said. Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> he said he showed <laughs> Have you got a picture? No. Oh. He showed them to some of his friends oh. like that he worked with because they asked. And they were all like, why did you do that? What is going on down there? Well, that's a way to turn them off getting it. Yeah. I really like this comparison, though, that um, that Tara made because she goes, yeah, no lifting anything, that whole thing. So can't help with the one-year-old, that sort of thing. Yeah. But this list, as you can see, Ducko, you can have sexy time after five days. So sorry. <laughs> How does that well, see, work, you've got Doc? to help them. They need help. They've had such no, a traumatic no, no. experience. If they you want some get, relaxation, you want to get back in the saddle. You can change a nappy after. <laughs> if you can, if you can do the deed, you can walk upstairs. I would have thought so, Daco. I would have thought hey, so. Hey, man, too. I can't judge. I've never had the snip. No, neither have I. And to me, I know it's like a minor procedure, but to me, in the in my brain, as a, as a dude, I'm just like ah. Oh. According to this document that he got given, yes, it does seem like major, like a lobotomy or brain surgery. (laughs) We'll go to Katie on 131060 quickly. Katie's called through. Uh, Has your partner had the snip, Katie? No, he has not. But yesterday the Super Bowl was on, yeah? Yeah. Yes. It was on all day. I didn't know this at this point in time. However, one job. had one job. Can you please load the dishwasher? wash up the dishes that can't go in the dishwasher. I finished work, I got home, and he was in the kitchen running around getting it all done. He tells me, oh, I've been laying in bed all day, I haven't felt well. Oh, Mind you, we have the ring camera. I caught him on the ring camera coming home with McDonald's. <laughs> he's flat out, Katie. Can't so, do his chores. So he's laying it on. It's not a vasectomy. He's faking the sickie to stay at home, watch the Super Bowl and eat Maccas. Yeah, I mean, he was staying home, but it was just one job. One job. Come on, fellas. Laying it on thick. That's what we want to hear. 13, 10, 60. Um, after the snip, that list of requirements, the cans and ca- ca- cannots. Oh, God. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. Uh, we're asking, uh, did your man lay it on after getting this snip? Yeah. <laughs> that sound effect. <laughs> it's rattling. On thirteen ten sixty, how thick did they lay it on? Because yeah. a girlfriend of mine, her partner, just got the snip and the list of can and cannots, the list of recoveries, the list of things that would best aid him and be beneficial. My friend is saying a dude definitely wrote this list because yeah. this is ridiculous. I've pushed out three babies and the list wasn't as long of the things I can and can't do. And they're a gentle area, you know what I mean? You need to take them with care, precaution, you know this doctor who wrote this list, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, things like rest with your feet up as much as possible. No stairs. No lifting. So can't help out with the babies and the yeah. other children. Was given lollies, juice boxes, and bickies. She's like, I pushed out three kids, one of them four kilos. I didn't get no juice box or bickies. <laughs> no, lolly, no lollies post-birth. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Lauren on thirteen ten sixty. Lauren, has your partner had the snip? Absolutely. And All it right. was the best. Of my life. It was what, sorry? <laughs> the best day of my okay. life. <laughs> why, why, why was it the best day of your life? I am a nurse and I have uh, had three children. Yep. The third I actually delivered at home because oh. she came so quickly. So I've been through it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, 
I wouldn't let my husband have it done in the hospital under an anaesthetic. He had to have it done in the chair under some local. That was absolutely <laughs> appropriate. And, Just yeah. evening up the scales were your laws. Yes, definitely. And, yeah, he came home with, like, I think about three-page, you know, post-procedure instructions. And, yes, he'd said, put your feet up read a book, play the Xbox. No, it didn't. It <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good instructions, Lauren. That's good yeah, instructions. Like, Are you serious? I had to see it for myself. And it literally said that. And and like you said, Jess, we don't get to put our feet up. We hit the ground running. We've got a baby to look to look after. That's right. And so, our, downstairs, our downstairs have been through a bit of a time, wouldn't you say as well? <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And then the, the pinnacle moment too was when, um, you know, yeah, like it, he went absolutely black and blue. Oh. And, and it did look hideous. Oh. And it got worse as the days went on and he kept showing me. He wanted me to have a look. Like <laughs> I was like, you're okay. It will be okay. And then they he got sent home with a Band-Aid on and that fell off. Sorry, and a Band-Aid? A Band-Aid. <laughs> and he wanted me to put that back on. So I'm like, no, you're okay. So... Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. I didn't realize Lawrence, the recovery was a band. A, a little, a little bit. Hey, that sounds horrific. It went black and blue. You know, no yeah. Xbox can fix that. No, no. <laughs> Michael on thirteen ten sixty. I like this, Mick. Uh, you went and got the vasectomy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got the vasectomy. I didn't get off to the best start. I, uh, the doctor gave me a note when I first went in to get my wife to sign to say that we'd had the conversation about it, which I sort of forged the signature on that and when I uh, when I came home I had to get a friend to drop me home uh, with the seat warmers on for the trip home yeah. uh, and I, my plan was to sort of get there and uh, not let on that I'd actually had the snip but I was in so much pain and the doctor said to me feet up get the peas on uh, so yeah we had three young kids at the time and it did not go down well at all when she found out that I'd had the snip so did, uh, yeah did she want you to get it, Mick, or is she? Did you think it was a it was a cute Valentine's yeah, Day yeah, surprise? Yeah. Like, babe, a... I did it without you knowing. <laughs> well, she did say to me, "Look, when I did get her permission, she was getting a C-section at the time, so uh, she didn't actually, I think, remember that." She Wait, she was in the, in the delivery room, and that's when you talked about that's it. That's genius, brother. <laughs> that's genius, <laughs> honey. Yeah. I'm getting this. Over. Honey, I want no more of these. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it for you, I'm babe. It done. And then Mick, and also, mate, Jess has been, you know, giving it to us, but it's. Tough recovery is it? It's tough going. Oh, I think we're being hard done by with some of the callers. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I agree. It's good to have you on the program. That that pack of frozen peas, please. Um, Carissa on thirteen ten sixty. Your partner's had the snip. He sure has. Thank goodness, because my gosh, having to worry about contraception and all those things. So fabulous. Then he comes home. He's walking around like a bloody cowboy, and I'm like, come on, mate. You've got to be joking. I when you say cowboy, sorry, Chris, do you mean the way he was walking, like the yes. legs out? He's living out. I thought, like, why is he wearing oh. arseless chaps and a hat? <laughs> it's a recovery thing. It's a... No, he's like walking because, you know, down there he's looking pretty big. He's got to wear two pairs of undies. He's got the peas down there, the whole shebang, right? Yeah. So I'm like, come on, mate. I pushed out two kids and I pushed out one backwards. The biggest at the time at the John Hunter 
backwards. He was breached. Oh. So I'm like, come on, mate. This is a joke. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, when you push out a kid, it's a trump card for any bit of pain, right? 100%. Like You play that card, you've got that card for life. Up until this point, Ducko, you know my husband has had two back surgeries. Yeah. So any pain in my regard, I'm like, oh, he's put up with two back surgeries. Well, the scales now, have tipped the flipped. other way, haven't they? They flipped. <laughs> Let's finish off here with a dead. Steve. Steve. Yeah, the snip brother. Hey, where do you where do you stand on this, Steve? Yeah, so I might I had it done myself a few years back. Had the local thing just laying down. The nurse was chatting with the doctor about his weekend sailing adventures. I said, Hey, can you just focus on what you're trying to do there? Like, <laughs> serious. Anyway, he, anyway, he went on to explain the recovery process, and he said it's a two two cam recovery. It's called. I said, Well, what's that? And he said, Well, you've got a can of beer. You put one in your nuts, and then you drink one, and then you just keep rotating. <laughs> Um, That's great. That's anyway, so you can recover. And, and then at the end of it, he said, "Okay, um, we need you need to be to be safe. You need to have you need to get off. So there's no swimmers left. You need to have twenty shots, twenty eight shots before you're safe to go again without the swimmers doing their thing." I said, "No worries. I'll see you on Tuesday." <laughs> is it actually twenty? How so many is part it actually? Of the recovery is well, you've got a shot of sitting in a quiet. Did they actually tell you twenty eight? Have me on. I thought I thought it was a few. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Geez, that's yes. Steve got it done in a couple of hours. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Um, I'm just getting word, Ducko. Yes. I mean, I don't know where my husband's picked this up from, but Taylor Swift, obviously yes. at the Super Bowl, I've watching Travis her. Kelsey, her boyfriend, do his thang. They're we going to talk about him shoving the coach, by the way. <laughs> Mate, hey, baby, winners win. Passion's passion. You know what I mean? You got to. I've, se- I've seen all these articles now of like red flags. Taylor's boyfriend has anger issues. We need to discuss red flag behavior. Absolutely, <laughs> but yeah, she was there chugging beers with Blake Lively, having a great time. Apparently she's lost her voice. Oh, that's bad. Which you get when you're supporting, screaming, celebrating. Her first Australian show is this Friday, hitting Melbourne. So hopefully she's got the steamer, she's got some gargles. Emma and I lost my voice this time last year. I lost it for a month. Exactly. I mean, I hemorrhaged my vocal cords because I was at a bucks, but she could have done the same thing. She could have. So maybe you can slide into Taylor's DMs. If Taylor's Australian shows are cancelled, everyone will instantly hate Travis Kelsey here. They'll hate the the NFL. Absolutely, they will. It's (laughs) counterproductive marketing. Oh, dear. I wonder what's going to happen there. Mm. Watch this space. But a lot of people have been uh, asking me, well, not a lot, but a couple. Maybe yesterday I spoke about how my friend's wife, because she was going into uh, induced labor. Yep, she was having an induction. An induction, thank you. My friend, he said he wasn't going to watch the Super Bowl. He's a huge fan. Of course, because he's going to be in the delivery room supporting his wife. And his wife's like, no, no, have it on because it'll calm me like if Taylor's on. So I can see Taylor. She's just a big fan. It's amazing. So he got to watch it while in the birthing suite so at the hospital. That, I don't remember there being TVs in there. I guess every no, he delivery. No, his phone. <laughs> and you watch it on KO, obviously. Put your phone on. Not that at all. Just propped up against a drink bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... So I'm, I'm, also, I'm messaging him yesterday during the game because like, we often message during the games. Yes. And do you want to hear our conversation? Please. <laughs> this is two dudes talking Super Bowl and, and pregnancy and labor. Uh, I said, I go, I go, first of all, good luck with today, mate. Meaning child. Yeah, and not he, not supporting the Chiefs. He just... doesn't he doesn't reply to that. He just goes, What bets you got today? <laughs> I come back in with like a, a couple, he comes back with a couple, silence. Twenty minutes later, he sends me the first message. Kansas City need points here. I'm like, yeah, they don't look themselves. He's like, crazy game, but ask about the wife. <laughs> It's crazy game, really exciting. I'm like, bro, so good. Then I'm like, oh, I better ask. I send another message. BTW, you had a kid yet? <laughs> BTW. He then replies, did you see that? So good. Another message. Nah, no kid. <laughs> I go, Sorry, is she pushing at this stage? What's I don't know. Happening? I don't know. I didn't ask him any questions. I was watching the Super Bowl. I had a bit going on. Uh, I go, bro, wild. It's so good. He goes, here we go. 
I was like, it's our time. And it's like, over time, he goes, what a game. I'm like, best. That was awesome. This is all in the delivery room. Yep. And then I go, dot, 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 kid, question mark. <laughs> no reply. Then he sends, thumbs up. <laughs> The I kids pre- come out. I presume all great. Is she okay? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask any more questions. I was just like, good on you, brother. They have a boy or a girl. I think I light reacted the thumbs up. I was like, nice. <laughs> have they named it Taylor or Travis? We need to know. We, we, started, we started talking about our bets that didn't come off. <laughs> Did you even say congratulations? Yeah. I, I, I liked the thumbs up. He knows, man. He gets it. <laughs> Boys, man. Boys. <laughs> that was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is Yuma Crispy Bacon Deluxe, now at Macca's.